Hey guys, welcome to another follow-up episode. Um, this is a follow-up to the Jamie Rathburn episode where I talk about bullying and our frequent contributor, uh, Mr. Paul Hong of the Our Lunch Break podcast, sent a few voice messages. Um, so I'm going to play those again, just like last time. I'm going to play those messages. I will respond to them. And it's not a direct dialogue because he's not here in person, but... I think it's really cool that um, this platform lets us do this. So, yeah. Hey, David. Um, just listened to the bullying podcast. Uh, really insightful. Um, I think I had a few thoughts as I was listening. Um, my first thought was in terms of um, what uh, Jamie Rathburn should have or could have done. Um, I would wonder why Jamie Rathburn didn't, uh, reach out to the parents. I mean, maybe she did, but in my mind, I would imagine that would be the first step uh, that a child or that a parent uh, whose child is being bullied would do is to reach out to the parents of the bully and ask them, like, hey, your your child is bullying my child. Um, can you talk to him or discipline him or do something? Because neither one of our kids are going to come out of this well, you know? <laughs> Uh, you know, according to all the statistics you gave, you know, right? So, yeah, that would be my question about that and what your thoughts are on that. That's a good thought because I actually agree. I think that's what she should have done. And I don't know if that is what she did or did not do. The articles I read don't go into that. They don't go into what other steps she took before actually confronting the kids. But, yeah, I think the way to approach it would be to at a minimum, at least approach the teachers. Because I understand she might not have had access to the parents. Maybe she didn't know who the parents were. Or maybe she didn't know how to communicate with them, contact them. So, But you always have access to the teachers, right? So at, at a very minimum, I think that's what she should have done to begin with. But again, on the other hand, I kind of can understand the reaction, right? If you think that this is going to have real life and death effects on your child, it might be kind of blinded by fury kind of reaction. So I, I can kind of I, I kind of get it, but yeah, I, I agree. She, if she were thinking rationally, uh, she definitely should have contacted the parents or the at least the teachers first. Uh, my second thought about uh, bullying and what things that you brought up in this podcast has to do with um, what you said about maybe promoting anti-bullying legislation. And um, maybe I think you even brought up a, a few times about prosecuting the bully, him or herself. And I think my first thought with that is that how would you properly enforce something like that? Uh, because direct bullying, okay, I can see that because you could just say it's assault or and battery or something, right? Uh, but with indirect bullying, right, like verbal abuse, uh, relationship abuse, whatever the case is, like, that's much harder to, like, enforce, like, gossip. Like, are we going to make gossiping illegal? Do you know what I mean? And especially since they're kids, they're just talking. They don't know. For the most part, they might not know any better, right? So I guess I'm just curious what your thoughts are on that. Like, how would you promote some sort of or enforce that sort of legislation? That's a good point because I didn't think a whole lot about the enforcement of the legislation because, like you said, direct, it would be easy to trace it back to the 
bully, but for indirect bullying like gossip, it's not really clear who you prosecute, right? But I think for me, the it's just alarming that there is zero federal legislation regarding this. Even even if it's some sort of you know verbiage discouraging it in the form of a law, even if it's not completely enforceable, I think it can have a positive effect. Because so in Georgia, they recently passed, well, it wasn't recent, like a year ago, I think, they passed a law, a hands-free law to discourage drivers from pretty much touching their phone while they're operating their vehicle. And it's enforceable to a degree, but it's almost impossible to enforce holistically, right? So I I think the spirit of the law was to get more awareness and have people and just discourage people from doing it, not to completely enforce it. So I would even be okay with that kind of effect, even if it's not completely enforceable, just to have something there so that federally the country can say, hey, this is not okay and this is a crime. I think that will have some sort of effect. And then my final thought uh, or question, I guess, for you, David, is I think if I'm not mistaken, you're about to have your first kid or you're about to have a baby or something. Um, or maybe you just had one. I, 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 don't, I don't quite remember. Um, and I'm about to just I'm about to have a baby myself um, at the end of July. And so, first of all, congratulations. And uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, I've been asking this kind of hypothetical question to some of my friends who have young children right now. And asking them this, and I'm curious what to, your, your answer would be, is that uh, what would you, what, what would be worse to you um, that if you were to hear that your child was being bullied or your child was bullying another kid, uh, which one would you uh, be more concerned about or at least feel more terrible about? And I'm curious what your thoughts are or uh, if you, an answer to this hypothetical situation is. Yeah, thanks for that. I actually, my wife gave birth almost exactly two weeks ago. Um, So I am a fresh new father. And congratulations to you. Man, it's it's actually really great. So I'm really excited for you to meet your child for the first time. But to answer your question, I think it would break my heart to hear that my daughter were being bullied. But I would be more upset if I found out that my daughter were the bully. So just, it would make me sad if she was being bullied, but I would be just upset at myself for having, for not having parented her well, because I I think a bully is a reflection of his or her parents' attentiveness or or just parent parental supervision in general, I think. Obviously, there are situations where there are exceptions to that, but I, I would I would put it on myself. If my daughter were the bully, I would put it on myself and I would be just really upset at myself. And even with the stats that I talked about in that podcast, it actually seems scarier. The lasting effects on the bully seems worse and scarier than the bullied. So if I had to choose one of the two, as much as it would break my heart, I would choose for my daughter to be bullied rather than for her to be the bully. 
And so with that, another thank you to Paul of the Our Lunch Break podcast. If you guys haven't heard it yet, please do go look for them. Um, they're also on most major podcast platforms. It's Our Lunch Break podcast. So go listen to them, especially if you're into the NBA or if you're into Christian ministry. They talk about a lot of insightful stuff. So go listen to them. It's, it's Paul and his co-host, Ben. They're great. Go listen to them. They actually recently finished their first season. Um, so you, you can listen to all 12 episodes, I believe, now. And yeah, Paul, thank you so much for your feedback. I, I love having you as kind of a unofficial, well, a frequent contributor, even though you are many, many miles away in, in Texas. It's awesome that we can collaborate like this. So thank you again. Thank you guys for listening. And if you have any thoughts on bullying, please do email me or uh, send me a direct message on Instagram or leave a comment on the post about this episode on Instagram. So yeah, thank you guys and talk to you next time. Bye.